Today, we're going to talk about road trips, the why and the how, and all the details from the many questions we've been asked through the years. You're listening to Creative Rhythms, episode number seven. Creative Rhythms is a podcast about learning how to intentionally design the rhythms of our home and work so that we can live a meaningful story. We're inviting you into this process. You can think of these short episodes as little glimpses into our late night conversations. The ones where we think deep, get creative, and ask the hard questions. Thank you for listening. We're so glad you're here. We'll start with a letter from one of our friends, one of many questions we've received about our month-long road trips through the years. You guys are my traveling heroes. Will you please tell me how you do this successfully? We're doing a drive across the country this summer and you packing in those bins is so inspiring. How do you do it? Send me a video. And how do you deal with all the whining and the noise? Any bright ideas? In over 50,000 miles, we've been to 41 states, 23 national parks, and averaged 5,000 miles while on a four to eight week long road trip, which we've taken annually for seven of the past nine years. And nearly every year when we're on the road with our kids for this amount of time, we get asked both the why and the how. And we get it. Road tripping with small children is not always easy, but it's also pretty awesome. So first, let's talk about the why. We have like five main reasons, right? Yeah. That we kind of came up with. I feel like this one was prompted first by you. This episode? Well, the whole idea of planned adventures, doing crazy long trip, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is my wheelhouse for sure. It's funny. We'll probably talk about it as we go through, but I am the adventure. I'm always thinking of the next thing. Um, I'm always dreaming about it, putting on the calendar. And Kelly, on the other hand, is the... I'm like really happy to stay home. Slightly reluctant. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I do love going on trips too. Yeah. And so it, yeah, this is a balance. It's kind of, there probably are in a lot of relationships, one person who's more up for it and one who's a little less, one who's a planner and one who's not. And we're kind of going to go through and encourage both of you to kind of make those steps and make it work for your family. Because as we said, it's not easy. It's tricky, especially if you got little ones, um, but it can be really great. And um, there are just so many memories that can be made. Yeah. So that is the main thing, like making these memories and creating these times for bonding that will like stand out in our family albums through the years and, but really in their minds. And so these annual trips are really at the top of our list for doing that. Um, Also number two, because our kids are only young once and over time it has gotten easier to travel for sure, but it's gotten a lot harder. Don't you think like to schedule it with just kids' age and all the things they have going on in life. Yeah, there are just more things, always kind of pulling for their attention, kind of pulling for the schedule. And and, uh, and they just want to be with friends more as they've gotten older yeah. too. So that's a little more challenging. But we have that kind of hindsight now too with teenagers where we look back and we're like, we're so glad we did it, even though it was hard, even though it's a lot of effort and there's lots of moving parts when they're younger. But Yeah. Our kids are, they're really only young once. And third, we crave warm weather and you especially adventure Mm -hmm. in the middle of a long winter. And if you, yeah, if you live up North, I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, totally. (laughs) 
But yeah, for us, since summer gets pretty busy with weddings, we, you know, are, are busy kind of at least half, if not three quarters or more of the weekends. And so that takes away a lot of time for us to like go and travel around. And so um, we switch and kind of do a lot of, or uh, some of that during the winter. Yeah. So that is like our fourth reason that it makes up for all of the weekends that we feel like are filled with weddings. And we realize we do have like that time luxury because we can take a big chunk off because we've worked from home and homeschool. But it, yeah, it helps for sure to know that when we have our weekends filled in the summer, that we're still going to have a little bit of this makeup time kind of as we see it. But yeah, overall, when we just think about the why, it really is, um, it really is substantial, I think, in in a family to have moments when when you can get away, when you can kind of create a shared memory because you're doing something different. And, uh, and kind of, we look at our years and they can easily be shaped by this regularity of, of, uh, events. And, and so if you can have moments where you get away, where you kind of, um, learn and grow together, but then also, um, make new, you know, core memories. Um, we think in the long run, it really just adds to, uh, your relationships as a family. And five, because as photographers, we truly get re-inspired simply by being in new places and seeing and experiencing new things. Okay. And here's the how. Now we just want to tell you all the tips and tricks that we've learned. So it might feel like a big, long list. We were kind of like scribbling down notes and we were like, wow, there's a lot of messages we've written to people and emails we've written. And so here's kind of like the overall idea. We're going to start small. You're going to have lots of time in the car on the road. So we'll talk about that. And then we obviously are going to plan like where we're going and how we're going, what we want to look for. Um, And then we'll talk about mindset. And then the more that you do it, the more they'll get used to it. Let's start with starting small. So yeah, it, it really is like a lot of these tips will vary. If you have little kids, some of them will apply more specifically. And if you have bigger kids, obviously it's totally different ball game. Um, but for those with little kids, um, we, we know it's hard. We know it's challenging. And we know like the idea of going for a long road trip, going thousands of miles. Is it feels insane just when nuts. they're really small. It truly, I remember thinking like, no, I'm not going to trap myself in a car. And we were <laughs> we were having <laughs> this conversation with friends recently. We were like, wow, that we get it. When you have like a one-year-old and a three-year-old, like that's a lot. That's crazy. But, and so maybe, maybe one in three isn't the best, but we, we really think of kind of four and five when your youngest is four and five, that they really kind of are at that age where well, they can start. When your oldest is four. When your oldest, yeah, yeah. Like the starting Sorry, did I say of that it. wrong? You said yeah. Youngest, yeah. yeah, yeah. When your oldest is four and five, then they can start kind of remembering. And uh that's that's about when we did our first mm-hmm. kind of Nashville, Wisconsin to Nashville trip. Uh, and then we went longer the following year. But but yeah, we we say start start where you can, you know, as far as if you're gonna do a road trip and be in the car, um, start with something that you think is manageable. And then you can kind of grow every year. And it really is this like pattern that you create. And when they start to um, get used to it, then you create their ability and you can kind of keep stretching it. it. Yeah. And 
I feel like we, for me especially, it's really easy to say, we'll do it someday or like we'll do it next year when they're a little bit older or when they remember this or that. We've done so many trips now where our younger ones don't necessarily remember all that much. And so it's not just about the kids, you know, like there's a lot that, yes, they want, we want them to remember, but a lot of it we want to do too. And we want to bring them with. And if they do remember, that's so fun. And if they don't, which I have a lot of memories that like I only know from photos when I was a kid and I look back and I'm like, oh, I remember doing that. But I don't remember all the details around it other than the photos and, the you know, stories that my parents have told me. But I, so I don't think it's that's the only reason to do it. Right. Like the waiting for kids to remember age. Yeah, it really is like they'll learn and grow and get used to that pattern right away. And so, yeah, if, for me, I would kind of. I look at it a lot and think of like, how can I get out of my climate a little bit? And how can I move kind of into the next state over where there's a whole different landscape so mm -hmm. that kids can kind of see plants and trees yeah. and um, mountains or beach or whatever, you know, that's just a or little corn different. corn fields. Yeah, or corn fields. <laughs> and uh, just experience kind of a whole different rhythm. For us, we, love, we live in this rural area, so um, cities are just so great to keep the kids yeah, kind of it's introduced. it's our contrast and, uh, for our kids. Experience that, so. Okay, let's go to number two. So tips on the road and like all the time that you're going to be spending in the car. Because if you're driving, we're mostly in this one, we're talking road trips. So not necessarily a flying situation here. But if you're driving, we have found this packing system that like happened one year. Yeah, you got, uh, it's funny because like the first year, maybe it was the second year, but uh, the first year we found I knew them. you were going to interrupt me. I was like... I had this whole conversation about like, man, wouldn't it be amazing if you had like some kind of modular system that like you had small things that could stack on other things? Because we probably all have bins that like it's easy to get one plastic bin like and then another garage. and they're, they don't they fit don't at fit all. They're other. all weird shapes and sizes and like they just don't work. So anyway. Or even bags and suitcases. When you're like going in and out and you're doing like for us, we do a month or longer we don't necessarily want to bring in a whole huge suitcase. We just kind of want to grab a few things, right? Yeah. And so, but bags and suitcases might work for people, but right. we found the, after that conversation. We just had a dilemma one year yeah, and this is what happened. I went into, you know, Walmart, the closest option nearby, and they happened to have this. We're not endorsing anybody here. We're just saying that. They don't actually sell them anymore. <laughs> they stopped selling this one, but, but there was a mod, there are multiple modular systems um, for sure. But, they had one um, that we'll link in our show notes that. Well, we'll link another like container store. There's nothing he, really. No, there is one. Like, yeah, this one. Yeah. Not at, okay. Not at Walmart. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's, it's at Menards, our favorite store. My or not. least favorite store. <laughs> and that's another one. Um, another thing. But, but yeah, these happen to like have kind of three or four different sizes. And so one like works really well for kids with Legos. One works for food. One works for the big puffy stuff. And then they all stack and slide in our car. If you Can you tell like he's for real excited still like seven years later talking about this? Oh, they fit so well and then all stack and stay pretty well. And they just slide in, slide out. They go on a like rolling cart. It's, it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. I'm a fan. <laughs> Which is so laughable. Like if you know Ray or if he's maybe said this in previous episodes, he's not the planner. Like this is not at his core of who he is. So when this happened and he came home with these bins, I was truly like, what in the world 
just happen and how, because I love it. And yeah, these organizational skills kind of came out of I think nowhere. I'm, I think I'm the packer though a little bit. And maybe yeah, like right. I grew up in a big family with a lot of kids and a lot of things. When a you're in the car, things, things just start like flowing all Eight over. Kids. They move all over. <laughs> and so when you have a bin system and there's like not that many loose things and they just work and you can get in and get out, it's awesome. So... <laughs> Anyhow, we'll link those if you're interested. Um, When our kids were really little too, I don't know if this is applicable, but for us, it was so helpful to pack outfits for each day and label them and put them in plastic gallon bags. So like for a first name, you put their first initial and day one, first initial, day two, first, like, et cetera. And so now we don't even, we don't even think about it. Like they pack for themselves and we just kind of like cross our fingers that they have enough everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, it mostly works. Yeah. So, okay, so let's far, talk so about good. tech. So yeah, we'll we'll kind of start with more or talk about more enter- entertainment or things to do in the car. But the first the first elephant in the room for real is tech. And yeah, uh it's as, one of the main things we've been asked about through Yeah. Years. And as a family who we yeah, intentionally want our kids to be in learning environments and we just know this kind of addictive power. You can probably put a phone in front of your kid and it'll be good the whole trip Maybe. in a way yeah. or until he's not. And, and so in, yeah, being in the car can be a lot of great interaction time. And yet we found at least when they use them less, like when we use less screens or relied on them less, they wind less. Like that was just the ratio that we realized through the years. And so the, the more that we had them available in whatever form, the crankier and then more dependent they became on them. And we were like, well, we didn't even have a vehicle years ago with like any screens built in. Right. Yeah. So that was probably good. Kind of simpler. Um, But now, now, now we do. And it does limit, we do limit that to just a portion of nighttime driving. And we say like, when it's dark out, then we'll turn something on. So that's kind of our rule of thumb that we stick with. And we did kind of when they were younger too, stick to that. You know, there are a lot of ways to handle it, but really the trickiest one is like, how do you kind of create a good reasonable expectation for the kids so that they're not always wanting it and they know what your kind of rules are, if you will, mm-hmm. and um, you can be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And other entertainment that people are always like, well, if you don't do that, what do you do? So that varies through all the ages. And I don't even plan for this part of our travels really any longer, but current favorites our books and music and knitting and bracelet making and drawing and Lego in like a Tupperware bin or gallon plastic bag. Um, one child especially really loves those. And so we just kind of were like, you know, you could lose a piece, but he doesn't care. He likes to take that risk. He also has a little like matchbox car fold up thing that yeah, he can roll into that. and you can drive it's around. It's pretty awesome so for travel. There are so many like little things, little games, little like kind of car flip toys or um, what is it like the bingo thing. If you kind of look around, there's, there's a lot out there. We should really link a bunch on Amazon mm-hmm. like set because we probably didn't get them from Amazon, but I'm sure there's all of the ones that we've used through the years, like that erasable writing board. I don't know any of the brands, but and those are so helpful. There are so many kind of great, it's thick books of uh, crossword puzzles or little maps, um, thick kind of travel books too that can be um, great go-tos to just slide in the back of the seat. Yeah. Okay, whining and noise, that one. I mean, it's a question that we get every year and I always feel like, do I even have answers? I don't know if well, I have answers. <laughs> but if- we prepare 
we have like our expectations set really low, mm-hmm. right? And That's, so then we're just like, you know, anything better is going to be great. Yeah, I think right? that would, that would be our best advice is like expect it to not be good for the first while because that's one thing we found too is that there's a little bit of a pattern. Yeah, we start kind of intense because we just packed up our whole vehicle in life and everybody's and was, on edge. Yeah. And we're all like, nobody talked to each other for 10 minutes. So we always think of the first <laughs> leg, whatever it is, couple hours, four hours, Um as you know, you don't know what it's going to be. It's a big question mark, and it's probably not going to be the best as everyone's settling. I in. mean, sometimes we're just really excited, though, too. It does. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah, it, it can be good, but especially with littles, we we, we had a couple years that were just chaos for the first hours. And like just not- almost torture, actually, for the first hour. But it was only that. And then after the first hour, we were like, this is the best. Like they got the hang of it. They realize they're stuck in their, it's when they're really little and they're, they can't get out of their car seat. Like that's hard. That's just hard Mm because they can't articulate it and they can just scream. And so we're like, we're no, we're really not going anywhere. Like for eight more hours, we're just not going anywhere. And then they get used to it. Yeah, they do get used to it. And that's so, yeah, hopefully we're, this is more hopeful. Anything, but some helpful things though, too, mm -hmm. with whining and noises. We love audiobooks. That's been great for almost all the ages, would you say? Like nearly every, all the way down to really tiny. Yeah, it can be tricky to find that perfect one, but there are a lot are out there that that work for the whole family and um, great readers. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Pan, uh, who's it? Oh, I forgot Audiobook. There's so many. Uh, I can't remember his name. Just when the when the readers are really awesome. When the readers are really yeah. good, yeah. They, they can just make everybody. Captivating, yeah. yeah. So many classics. Obviously, snacks are super helpful. And truly, I think when we had toddlers, I pretty much was like, here, keep eating. Just <laughs> keep eating and you'll be good. Um, but not like not all the time. We would hand things out hourly-ish too. We didn't, we like had this little reward system that was like a stoplight. So green, yellow, red with little, what were they? Clothespins, right? like a visual reward system. We've not done this for years, but we lived by this rule for a while. Um, and so we yeah. keep those on the like passenger seat visor, like a stop sign with those little sections. And then anytime that there's an issue, let's just call it an issue with quotations, right? I just remind them that you could move over to the next stop, like to yellow or red. And then when the reward comes, which we would say is hourly something like a snack or gum or sucker or new toy or something, they just wouldn't get it if they weren't on green. So that was our made up system. It worked super well. They learned very quickly that they really wanted treats every hour on the hour. And then they watched the clock like crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they would tell us it's one o'clock exactly at one o'clock. Yeah. Just a, it was just using a little bit of visual reminder and encouragement to kind of be like, hey, keep it, keep it together here. Yeah. <laughs> so. And they do. Yeah. I mean, it's truly there are there are barriers, things to get through, but. They've been awesome. Like there are so many times where I'm truly surprised at how great they are in the car. Longer, sometimes longer than I'm comfortable. Like when I've been pregnant some years and I'm like, how is everybody still wanting to do this? (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) Bring me back home. Uh, Oh, yeah. Anyhow, the, those are that and other random tips. Like we would sometimes give them dimes. (laughs) this was a good one where I would just get tired of getting asked questions. You can just tell my patience level was obviously the Mm -hmm. biggest issue for so long. I just had a low tolerance. 
it's grown as we've gone. And I would give them 10 dimes. And if they wanted to ask me a question, they had to pay me a dime. <laughs> so then they would run out. It was, and it was just better. It worked well for, it in the in that time when they really wanted to ask questions or just talk, and you know, it just gave a limit. Yeah. And then last, but like for sure not least, again, this is just pointing to I am just a highly sensitive noise person. Like a loud scream in a car sets me off for a while. Like it just takes a little while. And some of you might be this. Some of you might have kids that are like this. Yeah, Um, that's really true. And so, yeah. So we... Just understanding that. mm -hmm. So we have headphones. Some are noise canceling. Some are just earbuds. I use noise canceling ones when I just know like I'm going to be at my limit. Um, And they're great. But then the other thing, just this last year, and so I've not used this on a long road trip, but we have like in loud environments, I've used the noise minimizing earbuds. There's one made by Flare Audio. Is that the one I have? That's the one I have in my purse all the time, right? Yeah. That one. And then there's another one called Loop Earplugs. I haven't really decided which one is my favorite, but they definitely both help lower my stress level. <laughs> and they both have kind of differing levels where where one is for like or lowers the decibel. Yeah, certain amount. levels are for being inter- interacting and having conversation. Yeah, I can hear everybody um, clearly. And then kind of a mid-level that allows some and and then blocks out and then full ear plugs as well. So Yeah. You can kind of pl- test different options so out. So that is my my like I have a noise tolerance of like everything feels loud. We have a child who nothing is loud enough. <laughs> so so like if we don't have music on or if we're not all talking to each other and interacting, he creates, he'll fill in the gaps and he'll create that noise. And we found that when he is not getting enough of that interaction, which it's just part of life, like it can't always be that way. But when he needs more of that, um, we will give him headphones for music playing and he will fall asleep, which like rarely Which he happen. never did before headphones. Yes. And so he'll have his music on through his headphones and it will calm him and he'll just blows like my mind fall That's over and we'll have to push his little body back up and turn down the volume on his headphones uh it's cute it's and so just cute. so hilarious juxtaposition compared to kelly oh man yeah okay and then car organization i don't know i this is just a funny one people have asked about but we just keep a small trash bin in a vehicle and make them pass up wrappers and banana peels and everything because tra- it can turn into a trash can. Your car can. It still does, but this really helps quick. a little bit. So yeah, yeah, having some trash. And then system. I have like an emergency kit that is like odds and ends random stuff, not just like a car one, but I keep this sort of stuff tucked under like passenger side seat in a little shoe bin. And that is full of all the random things that you could need. A scissors is a big one. Oh, and... <laughs> Just a side note too. If you if you haven't if you don't not like ginger, um, ginger chews. It's really true. Um, we have one child who gets car sick kind of simply. Like we live, we have to drive windy roads a lot. So and there's a couple you can get kind of. I mean, the Trader Joe's ones are the best. Yeah, for sure. But, but then those can be really great for just kind of ease. Yeah, caught helping. Yeah, that's true. Okay, we're going to pause this here before we get way too into the details, and we will save that for a part two coming next week. We'll be back with more tips, more ideas, and just more thoughts. And probably a lot more links. 
and road tripping. Mm-hmm.